Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 107 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back with the first episode of our Lost Season 2 commentary series. Can I get a hatch hatch? Hatch hatch! There we go. Uh, so today's episode, of course, is episode 201, Man of Science, Man of Faith. And, uh, you know, I just got to say, I'm, I, I can't believe how excited I am to start season two. This, this was the season that got me hooked on Lost. Um, that got the, the, the premise of this season, a man, a man in a box, as it were, uh, <laughs> as it were was, indeed. Uh, was, yeah, was the description heard around the world. So, um. Yeah, that that I had to watch a show about a man in a box who had to press a button every so often or the world would end. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it takes a whole season before you even get into that. It's true. Uh, but uh, so we're coming off of the season one finale, uh, Exodus, um, which was pretty action packed. Uh, the whole excursion to the Black Rock for the dynamite. The others uh, who supposedly are coming. Uh, <laughs> then, of course, the uh, the raft uh, uh, excursion, um, uh, the attack uh, by the by the others who did come, uh, and uh, Walt getting kidnapped. So, um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, it's uh it's um uh i would say i don't know it's kind of a swerve um it's a swerve that's what i was thinking you were going to say it was a swerve <laughs> i i i just i say that because i do feel like there's a sense in which you could you could write a version of lost that cuts out season 2 and cuts out dom altogether um, you know, I, I feel like it's something that, you know, when they introduced it, it was at the time when they still didn't know when they were going to end the show. And, you know, so you're, saying, you're, you're describing the, the no bullshit version of Lost. Yeah, the no bullshit version. Of <laughs> exactly. Now, I like this stuff. It's great. I, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. You know, I'll take I mean, I like a lot of bullshit. Wait, that the show you're not going to complain about it? Okay, well, excuse okay. <laughs> uh, this isn't our first podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say I won't complain about it, but I should say that uh I, I don't I don't want to take it back. I don't want to remove it from the show. Uh yeah. there are things that I would like to remove, but but I wouldn't say this this is one of them. But I it it does feel like just when, when I think of the show globally, you know, it feels like a it feels like a detour. Mhm. You know this this whole season really. Like I I remember in season six thinking back to season two and thinking like, that's weird how much time we spent on this one little issue. You know, mm-hmm. what you know basically like what is this what is this hatch what is this station what does it do what happens if you don't push the button why did they have to push the button what's going on you know yeah. And it's yeah, it's probably the worst hatch for them to find first. 
Yeah. You know, if they would have found, like, the arrow or something, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. You know, or, you know, some of the other ones that don't have that much going on, uh, you know, one or two questions, not, you know, a question of uh, the entire Earth surviving. Uh, you know, it was just uh, fortuitous that they would land so close to uh, <laughs> right the most spectacular hatch on the island. Right, right. And, and I, by I, hatch, I mean station. <laughs> of course. I mean, I can't help but call it a hatch. It's yeah. it's always going to be the hatch to some extent. Um, but uh, uh, but and they did try to tie it in. I mean, they try to explain how. You know, whatever it's connected to the blah 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 stuff, 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 cave, 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 etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But <laughs> you know, uh, so some, there's some echoing going on there with what you just said. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, it it never quite seemed convincing to me. I mean, I, I think I think the thing that really, if if I was gonna complain about this season, and I I will, but. Uh, I, I think my main complaint is that it's just the way it's treated. Um, it, it's kind of treated in a misleading way. Now, I, I have to forgive them because they probably didn't necessarily know they were being misleading at the time. But, mm-hmm. you know, for all I know, you know, they they fully intended this to be appropriate for them to do. But sort of the way it becomes, um, you know, part of Locke's journey, uh, whether or not mm-hmm. to push the button. And... Uh, you know that sort of debate between him and Jack, uh, you know, as a as a manifestation of their general thing about you know man of science, man of faith. Speaking of the title, uh, I think uh, I think that just doesn't work with what the station actually is. <laughs> like it just, mm-hmm. it just to me it doesn't fit um, in terms of the overall show uh, for for them to sort of have that have that. Uh, have that big conflict over this really tiny issue in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look at it from the standpoint of, you know, of it sort of being an organic story. And I think it, this is, this is the next, you know, iteration of, of Locke and, uh, and Jack butting heads about leadership and about what the, what their destiny is or not and what their place on the island is or not and and all those big fundamental questions but but just at the base level just the question of who's in charge and who's going to get to do what and it's natural that if they were going to have something like that you know uh and they you know having it be parsed as uh this man of science man of faith thing where it's not just they have different leadership styles but they're they have different world views and sort of making that explicit and, and using the, the, the station as uh the Swan station as sort of the uh you know, the tool by which they sort of a- ask that question and, and explore their, their psyches and stuff. I, I like it, you know. Yes, it's minor. I mean it's only it's weird, right? I mean, you can only say that season you know, this this excursion down the rabbit hole as it were is minor in the greater in in the show as as a whole, after you've seen the show as a whole, so you know they purposely yeah. made it not important 
after the fact. That's you know? true. Season six could have been all about season two. You know, like sure. it all goes back to the Swan Station. Right. Like well, you know, this is where it all started. By having so, season five end with the incident, it it uh, it seemed like it could be set up for yeah. for actually the Swan Station to be central to the plot. But mm-hmm. as it turned out, that was not the case. I just think I just think it's more. It's more of an issue of 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 not them dramatizing inconsequential things, but I think more of never getting to a consequential answer, you know. Yeah. So, which is what you just said about season five. Like they come back to the the events of the incident, you know, being obviously related to the building of the Swan Station. Yet they don't which is my biggest top, you know, top five pet peeve of the show is right. they don't say, Hey, good thing. This particular group of losties came to the Island in September of Oh four, or else this wouldn't have happened. They wouldn't have been able to, to the, the chain of events that led them back to the seventies would not have happened. And, you know, it would have been a catastrophe. And, you know, that's just like the least they could have gotten for their effort was a line. Right. Like that. Right. <laughs> them and the audience. Right. So, you know, so I don't like that's the thing. I don't I, I, I like season two because it is very, very focused on, on the hatch. Um, and it is unfortunate that it doesn't matter in the long run. But you could say that about almost any season, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever they're focusing on, you know, in the long run. Well, it's not really about that. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I mean, so except for certain isolated things. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and of I, course, we're not we're not really talking about, of course, all the character stuff you get. Right, you know, right. Honestly, that matters. I yeah. do think once we get into season four, you know, it starts becoming more consequential the things that are happening. Um, mm-hmm. Just just percentage wise, even though there's still obviously some filler stuff there. Um, I feel like with season six, uh, you know, not making the incident uh, a more integral part of the plot, I feel like there are two reasons why that happened. Uh, Just a wild guess. Uh, The first one is that, you know, the incident ends up being the red herring for the flash sideways. Um, And so that's one thing. That's one purpose that it served. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is that – you know, it's season six. Like they're they're gonna now tell us finally what is the most important thing on the island. <laughs> you know, what what is it that makes this place what it is? And mm-hmm. that answer was not gonna be Dharma related. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like once it comes to that point, you know, they're not gonna focus on stuff Dharma did. That's gonna be a footnote. In you know what what the larger story is, which predates Dharma by a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and they've kind of already established that, you know, so it's sort of too late for them, I think, to make Dharma related stuff the you know an, an extremely important topic at that stage. Like they're they're zooming out too far, I think, and Dharma is relatively insignificant in the grand scheme of the island. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't suggest making making that statement be about dharma but i i was you know to me it's it's teeing you know the the idea you know having a statement or having the the idea presented that that the losties going back to the 70s you know and and having the the incident happen the way it happened you know having 
you know, Juliet down there with the bomb and all that stuff, and, and basically thwarting the way Dharma was going to originally do it, which which would have, you know, led to a catastrophe, likely. You know, they're drilling down into this pocket of energy. Um, but, you know, and that that occurring the way we see it, that then that leading them to be to to get them back to their original time period, I think would have just been you know, and then having the statement about like this, like you know, look, Jack, <laughs> you know, you know, this ju- what we just did was spectacular. You know, we just time traveled and prevented perhaps the destruction of the planet or something. I think th- I think that idea teased them up for a great season six when now they have to battle the last battle, and now we get a great you know, uh, example of of how important these people are and what they're capable of doing and the, the change they're capable of, of, of making on the island, you know. And it's just, again, my, my biggest thing is it, the, it everything's there, but, but them saying that, you know, all they have to do is say it. It's there, you know. It's the subtext, at least, Um so that that that's why it really kind of bothers me because it's they they paint the picture fairly well they just don't say, you know they paint a rose but they don't call it a rose <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's actually but a I'm lot like, of that, that on this show. That's a rose. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so yeah, I see what you mean. Well, I guess maybe a third thing I would add is that, um, you know, the the last season is is about you know protecting slash you know, uh, whatever, overseeing the, you know, the ultimate source of power on the island. And the final threat's going to be that source being destroyed, you know. It's not going to be this one pocket that the Swan Station is related to. Well, I mean, I'm not saying bring the Swan Station back in Season 6. I mean, it's over at the end of Season 5. I'm not, you know, like, they don't have to talk about it anymore. I'm saying, yeah, like, I'm not saying change anything. I'm just saying add... The line of "Wow, look at how important these." Yeah, are. I see what you're saying. You it's know, just hard for that not to people... seem insignificant, given what the level of significance they want to give to the final conflict. Well, I mean, to me, it's just it's it you you know you have it in the aftermath, you know, the beginning of season six when the, you know or uh, um whenever they get back to the present, you know, because. Yeah. You know, there's a line yeah. missing when they when they realize that they didn't all blow up like right. they thought they would, and and everything reset, and Kate ends up in a tree, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a line missing where 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 uh where they should say, "Wow, we thought this would reset the timeline, but mm-hmm. it just it just made us time travel to the future." You know? Yeah. Like no. there's a line missing there, and I feel like yeah. in that same sort of you know. Uh, area where the characters re- reflect, you know, in, in a sort of real depiction of this, where they could reflect on what happened. Yeah. But I think there would also be a realization of the chain of events, starting with the them getting on flight 816, uh, you know, going uh, going all the way through the, everything in the island, leading up to them, you know, to the incident, like that being important. Right. Um, so I just think it's just one of those things that they could have easily had. Um, did it say 816? 815? Oh. Um, <laughs> Close enough. It's still numbers. Uh, I That 311 song. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, 
let's get into season two since we have such uh, uh, grand feelings about it. Indeed. Um, uh, all right, everybody, get your players ready. We'll cue uh, up Man of Science, Man of Faith. All right. Let's see here. I can't wait to find out who's who. <laughs> I think Man of Science is Kate, and I think Man of Faith <laughs> is Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, docs are very faithful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's often noted about them. What's that What's that phrase, man's best faithful? <laughs> is that That's what that, it. Is that the phrase? That's the phrase. <laughs> awesome. All right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, am I ready? Okay, here we go. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Only three choices. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. <laughs> Don't like that, but do anyway. <laughs> That's all we get. Yeah, that was season one. Oh, that's weird. It's like timed with the cursor. Mm-hmm. The beeping. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? That's why it's beeping. It's because of the cursor. Really? Yeah. Okay. You haven't used a computer in the 70s in a long time. You're right, actually. <laughs> Man, this flashback is awesome. It is, yeah. I wonder what character this is. Yeah, I'm thinking Sawyer. <laughs> Somebody likes to listen to records. It looks pretty homey Man. in there, I have to say. It, it, well, there's new washers and dryers. There's a yeah. blender. <laughs> Uh, he's, got got dishwashing. Dryer. <laughs> he's got dishwashing liquid. Oh, yeah. That will get much use later. He's better, he better wash those dishes. He doesn't want anything to grow on him. He has a bike that gets found two times. <laughs> those, this is like a commercial for those washers and dryers, man. <laughs> it is. We've been in like four shots already. <laughs> there they are again. <laughs> wow. I feel like, like he's is... making like smoothies. He's eating very. I mean, he's like got a vegan diet going on here. And, he does. Like... Okay, here's the first time where it's like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I don't do this every morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the record stops, and it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nicely done, nicely done. And the music cuts, then we go in here. Mm-hmm. 
Man, we're going to see a lot of that gun room. We really are. It's going to grow. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his series of mirrors and optics. Yeah, craziness. I don't want to go down and really, look. If somebody's down there, like, I can't believe they really set this up. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, like, probably. What? Who like, built this? Is this supposed to be Kelvin who who made that? I'm assuming. I don't think. I don't think Dharma put that in as a standard feature. I would guess it's the okay. Now that mirror does not look. <laughs> no, that's not an installed. Very this impressive. Is, this is. Yeah, or this is somebody paranoid. Yeah, this is somebody paranoid about intrusion. Yeah, that's. I love the fact that. Uh, I love the fact that they can't see the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know if anybody's looking at them. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I have to say, of all the season opening shockers, that's probably one of the best. Yeah. No, that's not the best. Yeah, that's definitely. Because, like, the switch in context they do with your head. And it's the first time they've done that to you. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't really know. Later later, uh, premieres are going to have to live up to that. Exactly. And fail. <laughs> the burning death hole. I like that. <laughs> it's not really burning, but there is a torch there. Yeah. It's just a death hole. <laughs> it's just a death hole. Man, too bad they didn't blow it open in the daylight. Mm-hmm. This seemed to be a lot different. <laughs> right. Ooh, is he going to break the mirror? Yeah, I always hope so. How did they guess how far it was by how far the... You know, like, mm-hmm. they, they is that part of their skills of, like, well, it took three seconds for the rock to fall. That's about <laughs> 40 to 50 feet. Locke telling somebody to calm down. <laughs> pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> Why don't you pack it up? <laughs> what a phrase. It is. Like he's talking to his, like, 15-year-old son. Like, why don't, we, why don't you pack it up for the day? Come on. Got dinner, then homework. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, who's the guy with the hair? <laughs> oh man, that is a so great. So I wig. guess this means Jack got off the island. <laughs> this is a flash forward, right? <laughs> I wish that we would have thought that at the time. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. He's got two choices. 
<laughs> well, maybe he's got more than two choices, but he's got two patients. <laughs> I hope he marries this one. <laughs> he can't marry them all. He can't marry both of them. That's the choice he's got to decide. Which one is he going to marry? <laughs> Oh, no. All the nurses are like, why didn't he just call in a second doctor? (laughs) (laughs) This is L.A. We have more than one doctor. (laughs) All the other doctors are, like, taking a smoke break outside. Get Christian in here. What are they doing? We weren't busy. I'm sure he's upstairs drunk somewhere, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Oh. TV's Julie Bowen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> America's favorite mom on Modern Family. Who's <laughs> this red shirt? I know. Talking to Charlie There's like nobody. he's been around. Oh no! Because <laughs> you know there's another person there, yeah, there and he and he hates the fact that people get him confused with the dog. That's so true. You gotta love those bells or whatever that that yeah. sound is. Yeah, weird creepy planking bells. Vincent just runs off though. I feel like he can't yeah. be lost. No, it is an island. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. True. That's that's I guess I overreacted. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. It's a non answer. That's a this is what I'm gonna say, the end. Mhm. I really like the torch circle they made for themselves. <laughs> they look at the hatch. It says, do not remove except by owner. Saeed's <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy. So scary. Gonna trap him? That's such a smoke monster. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Smokey. <laughs> yeah, nice try, Smokey. <laughs> that couldn't look more like a smoke monster. Yeah, I I forgot how creepy Vince it was sometimes. Yeah. No, that's, this is his creepy era, man. That's he, why you suspected he, he, him. He was creepy for a while, then he just kind of stopped being creepy. But, yeah. you know, he's still got to bring Charlie those drugs. 
Yeah, you're right. That's the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Are we getting some whispers? Not the whispers. That's always good. So the dead people are hanging around. Mm-hmm. Richard Alpert's wife is here somewhere. <laughs> Whoa. Walt got yeah, drenched. Why are you wet, Walt? Like he walked into a booby trap and water, a bucket of water got poured on his head. <laughs> I hope that's what happened. <laughs> it was like one of Russo's traps. See, that just makes no sense. Yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever. It never makes sense, right? No. Like they never, they never make sense of that. No, they don't. That's There's so some vague weird. allusions later to Walt uh, appearing places he's not supposed to be. That's but, all we but get. Why? But why? <laughs> why? Oh, don't ask why. Why would he? Why would he appear to her right then and tell her like shush and <laughs> and like it, she will see him? Oh, I forgot he's kidnapped. Yeah, he's kidnapped. <laughs> I forgot. He's she ain't gonna see him ever. <laughs> I forgot. Like, won't she see him in like five minutes? <laughs> And ask him like, okay, it makes it makes it's a lot better that that he's kidnapped. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In retrospect, I'm calling it as a smoke monster. Appearing as a live person. Yeah, I know he's not supposed to be able to do that, but Walt's special, so. See, I'll I'll. I'll I'll chalk it up to remote viewing, whatever. I'll chalk it up to that. The only reason why I go that way is because of his later appearance to lock in the Dharma pit, where it really has to be the smoke monster, I think. Yeah. But the smoke monster in that, when he appears to Shannon, like when Walt pitches, I just don't see any point of that being smoky. I I don't see any benefit of him doing that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Wow, this is one of those like backstory explanation <laughs> scenes we never get. Yeah. Yeah, this is weird. They could have put this in previously on. Mhm. This is like Jack, so you don't have to watch season 1 episode 18 <laughs> numbers. I'm going to tell you this short version. Now this is another thing that I feel like they should have tied together that they didn't. The doctor here is you were, he was in a psych ward. <laughs> That's what he latches on to. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't help. I don't believe people.
I don't remember thinking that wig was so bad. It's bad. It's it looks really like he, bad. It looks like it, that's like the look they would give him if if it was like you know he was like in an '80s band or something, yeah. <laughs> like the younger Jack in a band look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hip indie Jack. Mm-hmm. He needs a British accent. I think that's all he's missing. He does. He's got a slight mullet. I just, it's weird. <laughs> I don't understand. It's pretty close to Rachel Maddow's haircut. <laughs> Getting close. Like, do they really need this for us to know that it's a flashback? Like, I don't Uh-oh. know. Uh-oh. Who's their disapproving doctor? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great cutaway. It was. Fish is like, who are you trying to marry in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the word is no. (laughs) (laughs) You should know that, Jack. I like how wow. he says Christian Shepherd silver lining. That's true. I like how he says that's false. Hope. Mm-hmm. I feel like Walt's wet for the same reason Locke was wet when he blew up the submarine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's some vague idea that they were they're around water and so they yeah. would be wet. But they just get them so wet like it just looks weird. Wow, they get to find out the same night. Oh nice. I didn't realize Not they like didn't tell week. anyone about this yet. Yeah. So they went off on that whole expedition without even telling everyone mm-hmm. why. Well done. In pieces. <laughs> Somebody give Shannon a comb. <laughs> <laughs> That's her exhausted hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's her frazzled look. <laughs> He's giving them false hope. Come on, Jack. Uh, or sh- do another or should I say false? Alone. We need we oh. need a speech. 
I don't think this is as good. No. The sophomore effort just never lives up to the original. <laughs> That's it, Jack? That's all I can promise is the sunrise. <laughs> wow. Kate doesn't buy it. No, she really doesn't. She's like, that's the best you got? <laughs> Come on, Jack. See, that's the thing. They can't call it a station yet because they don't know it's down yeah. there. So they just they start with this hatch talk, and then they can't they can't ever stop it. It's true. So what's Desmond doing? Somebody just blew off the hatch, and he's just hanging out. He's just like, hanging out. I have no idea like what he's still he's looking doing. through that that mirror. Something. Yeah. And good thing they kept the cabling from the plane. See, now, this is the part where I like Locke because I want to know what's in the hatch. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. want to stay up there with Jack and be safe. <laughs> That's yeah, just, like, do nothing till the morning. Like, yeah. 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 Like, he, his advice makes the most sense, but it's also the most boring. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like Locke's plan. It's like, yeah, you're right, Jack. We don't mm-hmm. all need to try to go down there before we know what's down there. Yeah. I just said a sunrise. That's it. <laughs> Don't get carried away. A Dharma glass. Father taught me that. Dude, that's the kind of thing you get on this show. That's why yeah. Lost is so good, you know? Like, you, they can just say these lines and it has so much more context. Yeah. A little bit of flattery to say. She totally, that. yeah. She totally buttered him up just so she could, like, say, I'm defying what you want me to do. Yeah. Somebody was a teenage girl at one point. <laughs> Somebody, the wise man once said that. It's hard for him to disagree. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Kate, not that. A little early for a fitting, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea either. It seems early.
Well, what's the answer to that question? <laughs> Apparently he did there was no answer. <laughs> I'm going to be on Modern Family. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to be funny. People will like me again. I'm the groom. <laughs> I hope I'm invited. <laughs> I'm gonna fix you. Yep. I'm gonna fix you. She's like, Doctor, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> yeah, he's immediately like, Ugh, what did I say? Exactly. <laughs> you, none of you heard that. <laughs> Strike that from the record. Here it comes. Oh, log. He's a master. Yep. He just needed a second person's help. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who builds a shaft that gets narrow as it goes down? <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> that shaft is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I guess it's an emergency thing. I don't know. Yeah, in an emergency, climb up this 40-foot-tall <laughs> ladder with a huge door at the top. All right, all right. I don't know. And isn't the is the isn't the ladder broken at a certain point for no apparent yeah. reason? I mm-hmm. guess maybe so people can't get down. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great that's a great line. That's a great that's just a great line. This <laughs> is if there's some special like ha- some like hatch entering terminology. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Since it's a hatch, you have to say. Uh oh. Oh wow. <laughs> There's a mirror.
she heard she was okay, and all right, let's proceed. <laughs> no more talking. His hands are bleeding. It's like, after all this, you're going down there, Kate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Reference! Nice. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is like a horror movie scene. It, it, it's always a horror movie scene. <laughs> the bat signal. <laughs> Batman's down there. This is this is great because you think like the light has gotten you know it's like poltergeist yeah. or something. Yeah. If we didn't already know Desmond was down there, that it would be a totally different scene. Yeah, you're right. We think, oh, they found the smoke monsters layer or something. You know. <laughs> you're totally right. Wow, just like all of Locke's plans, it went exactly as <laughs> planned. It was so smooth. So why is Jack in a... He doesn't know about Kate yet. He just happens to go out there. Yeah. Well, good timing. I think Jack, you know, he likes to have a bit of control over things. He wanted to make sure. Yeah. This didn't happen? That this didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Desmond. <laughs> From the age of this cable, they went down 20 minutes ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he can take cables. See, this what is weird because Locke, Locke could have done Locke could have tied the cable to a tree and just went down himself, you know. Yeah. But yeah, and he, you know, he didn't tell Kate that. <laughs> no, that's Locke's style, though. Oh man, this! Oh no! <sighs> so many steps, so much running. So, what are we supposed to think? Like, Jacob told these guys to go run here or something? <laughs> Maybe. That's a solo race speed. Wow, somebody's competitive. Beginning of romantic comedy. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is Act One. It's like, let me call you a doctor. I am a doctor.
I don't remember them ever telling us he was almost a doctor mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't remember that he – when was he ever almost a doctor? Yeah, yeah that seems like <laughs> bullshit to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay now, but – <laughs> Again, a romantic comedy. Here we right. are. Right. The medical term is female. Wait, no, no. Listen, follow me, Jack. What if up is down? <laughs> no, seriously, just think about it. What if up is down? But, but, it, but it isn't. But what if it is? But no, but what if it is? <laughs> what if fixing her is the same as not fixing her? <laughs> I don't know where you go with that. But they, they come back to that kind of line several times. Mm-hmm. I'm in that hatch you're about to go in. <laughs> Man, I don't want to lie like that where he gets, you know, like this real time, like, uh, like he could just insert that, like, as if these, you know, these events are happening simultaneously. <laughs> Although it does get drawn out too much, I like the setup here of we don't see what happens to Locke mm-hmm. and Kate, and we follow yeah. Jack in. Yeah. So good. we get to see, like, the aftermath of stuff that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, it's not so not so homey right now. No, I know. It looks so different from the first scene and like this is how I'm used to it like this like dank wet nasty rusted old place Mm -hmm. safety off Someone doesn't want to get someone doesn't want to get the carpet muddy. Hmm. 
Seems like a bad place to take off your shoes with all the water everywhere. I really feel like they should have had a line or two about how they get the power. It's so weird. Yeah, they should have a line or two about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. I guess that's pretty low on the list. Look oh, at the look most important the piece of the most important image on the show right there ever. <laughs> if we can just decode that, we'll understand Wait, everything. Take mental images of every piece of it. <laughs> it's how we will decipher the show from this point forward. <laughs> God. Forgot about this. Yeah. Yeah. This is like if you thought this place was already interesting, now it's even more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they're just piling it on. Yeah. You notice that that was just an excuse to make Jack go in this room? Yeah. It's great. I like it, though. The music makes this creepy. Oh, it totally makes it creepy. Like, this is the kind of song that'll play forever and ever and ever yeah, and ever. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's you really die. so weird looking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like those that like geodesic dome thing, yeah, the old school like computer equipment, just like ran- like <laughs> random shit oscillating in the background. Lux says he he wouldn't do that as if he knows what that does. I know. It's great. Ugh, I hate it. (laughs) He does it all the time. Yep. Oh, he just got back from that? Wow. That's weird. Oh, he put his shirt right on after the shower. Classic Jack. Yeah, but didn't he scrub the, you know, sweat off of him? Apparently not. (laughs) He just kind of moistened the sweat Yeah, he just rehydrated it. um... (laughs) And then it seeped into his shirt. That's really gross. Why would they say that about him? That's so weird. <laughs> it's this character trait. He's like, he's like repulsive. I don't understand. He didn't get he didn't get proper hygiene techniques. 
<laughs> We're going to be seeing a lot more of him. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't cry, Jack. Don't cry. Oh, God. He's going to. He wants to. He has to. He must. This must make him seem strangely incompetent. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you fixed me, but it's weird that you have no idea that you did it. Yeah, why don't you know that you fixed me? <laughs> like, did you know what you're doing? Is it? Did you get lucky? You did go to medical school, right? Listen, it's not his fault that miraculously not fixing someone just became fixing someone. Or are we supposed to think that, like, Jacob snuck in there and made it happen? Why would he, though? So so Jack could marry her? Yeah. I I don't know if that's a a direct line of thought. It's a long (laughs) con, indeed. I don't really believe that, but it's a yeah. Least. I think it's a. I don't know. It's a little too early for me to want to put Jacob in in the in the mix. I think by that point he's already met him, though. He's already met him. Yeah, I think so. Although I don't know when the date of that flashback was exactly. Rub it in his face. <laughs> All Rose lead here. That's great. <laughs> Brother. <gasps> oh, Holy my goodness. Shit. The race around the world guy. Wow. Nice. That's the way to end an episode. It is. The Man. guy who was almost a doctor once. <laughs> <laughs> so he claims. He built, he's the guy who built the hatch. Right? That's our takeaway. The guy who was almost a doctor built the hatch. That's a good point. And he controls everything on the island. That seems like gather. a very valid theory at this point. <laughs> he's the reason they're all on the island. <laughs> and he took Walt and... <laughs> He created the Black Rock, and wow. he's also the Smoke Monster. I think it's the all-encompassing theory here. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Uh, and he ca- he caused the plane to crash. Oh, wait, that one's true. <laughs> Good point. Nice. And uh, I think he's going to wake them all up in the afterlife. You know, it's funny. All of those things we just said, they're equally incredulous. 
Yeah, some of them are true. <laughs> some of them aren't. I know. How can that be? I yeah, that's that happens a lot. I it's um uh it's funny how how you know I, I like how the show can imply great significance where none necessarily exists. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel very invited to leap to conclusions about this. Like, you know, like like you were suggesting, you know, this guy that Jack seemingly randomly met is also in this station on this mysterious island pushing buttons and injecting himself. You know, I, I just feel very tempted to attribute that to, to him being a, an extremely significant you know, mastermind type character. Mm-hmm. And yet he's as clueless as anybody else is. Yeah. You know, I mean, he washed up just like they did. He got thrown into this craziness just like they did. And he was just there a little earlier, but, yeah. but that doesn't mean he knows much more about what's going on. And so like, it's really, it's the kind of thing that, I don't know. Like you said, maybe Jacob made them meet or something, and I guess that would that would give it some kind of significance. But I'm tempted to say it's just some kind of weird coincidence that they met before the island, because they could have met just now, and the same story could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't necessarily change that much if they didn't just meet that one time earlier. You know. Well, like, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think. It is just it's it's a series of coincidences, but the fact that a lot of these characters have these pre-island coincidental meetings, I think, means something. Uh, and I don't know what that means. Yeah, but there's something there, uh, you know, and it could just be, you know, this some sort of thing, time, you know. A precursor to to them, you know, meeting on the island. It's just this weird, you know, their lives are going to intersect in this grand, um, you know, adventure on the island, and it's, you know, shortly before it happens, they're kind of meeting, right? Run, you know, sort of running into these people before they sort of get stuck with them. I guess that's that's kind of a recurring motif for season two, like the the, the way their lives intersected before the crash. But yeah. I, I do wish that they had, uh, <laughs> I guess, like you said, I could say this about a lot of stuff, but I, I wish they had tied that together a little better. I wish there had been, I don't know, I wish there had been some kind of general realization that, like, their lives and their destinies were bound up together the whole time, and, and it's because of blah, 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 whatever they want to say about the island or so mm-hmm. on, you know. Like, I, it just seems like they never fully realized how significant they were to each other. <laughs> You know, even well, that's the revelation at the end of the show. Yeah, is, yeah. This is how much you were important. But other. even even at that point, it's sort of it's about yeah, it's about the fact that they were important for each other because they got thrown in this circumstance. But I feel like they didn't understand like I don't know the larger forces governing their lives. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's what's weird is how do you extrapolate what could have happened? You know, if 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 Desmond decided not to go on the the solo race, he wouldn't have wound up on the island and the plane wouldn't have crashed. Right. So they wouldn't have met again in that circumstance. So it's one of those weird things where it's all of these, you know, it's the domino thing where all of these different pieces are are aligned and uh, interconnected. And, 
Yeah, they don't really go out of their way to um, explain why these two guys were training at the same place, you know, running the stairs at the same stadium. and uh, But, but you know, it, I think there's something, you know, Jack gets something out of that conversation. Um, maybe you did fix her. Right. Maybe you did fix her. So that's supposed to mean something. Um, yeah. Know, and then, and then he tries to believe it totally because he does go back and immediately apologize for not fixing her so mm-hmm. you know well, he hadn't seen the pr- he's a man that's of science true. he hasn't seen the proof yet yeah know? that's true uh, he, i'm sure and, it recurred to him later i'm sure after he found out that he did fix her he probably thought wow that's yeah. weird that Scottish guy was right well and it didn't con- it didn't it didn't convert him right you know yeah. like he's he's still you know i feel like all, all he really got out of the, the flashback that he sort of utilizing in the present island stuff is just uh the idea that people need hope yes um you know he's still very like wants to see facts you know i was a little surprised uh well not surprised because i've seen the episode but (laughs) (laughs) not that kind of surprised but um you know generally surprised that um he didn't buy into hurley's story a bit more uh i you know hurley shouldn't have prefaced it with when I was in an insane asylum, yeah, that you know, that's help. a bad way to get somebody to believe what you're going to say. But I thought his, his, his like coincidental story about the numbers and hearing the numbers and playing the numbers and all that stuff. Like I thought that warranted a, 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 a at least a quizzitive. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I think the man of science has to admit that, you know, by sheer like random probability, you know, exactly. that's extremely unlikely. Yeah, given the the you know if if the numbers were you know three two one that's one thing, but yeah. given the length of the the digits and and what they are and stuff, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's somewhat interesting that they they just happen to be printed on this door that yeah. just blew open. Yeah, yeah, I, I I still I guess that's another thing that I really don't understand. Um, the numbers being on there and being the code and being broadcast, they, they just, I don't know. It makes no sense. It doesn't. Uh, they just, they never really pulled that in together. I, I don't know. They, it's just, they just kind of threw it. It feels like they threw in the numbers wherever they felt like it. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, put them there, put them there. It was just a cool thing. It was like these numbers, they pop up everywhere, you know, but, but there's no, there's no part two to that. <laughs> or or there's no part one. There's, there's something missing either from the beginning or afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, there's no there's no other part. Like, it's just that there's there's yeah. just weird numbers that pop up everywhere. At the end. I think it's because we couldn't story. come up with a good answer about what the what they represent. Yeah. You know, or because really the the central question is. You know, the most important numbers question is why is it the code to the hat to the, right. to the computer? You know, yeah. and everything else is a sub subsidiary of that. You know, and uh, I don't think they have a good answer for that. I don't either. I don't either. I feel like when we met Rathinsky and the you know that was the time to tell us, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously they they don't. Um, we see the numbers getting printed there, but you know that I don't. Know, that makes it seem like some weird thing that. You know, someone just saw it on the door, and they were like, well, let's just use those numbers for the code. I don't know, because it doesn't matter at all, apparently. (laughs) 
I mean, I think yeah, I I I feel like there has to be some connection to the numbers and to 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 being on the hatch and and being input into the computer, but it just I don't know what the connection is. It, to me, it it comes off as like a a, a really lackluster reminder, like in case you forget the all important numbers, uh, they're on the hatch door. <laughs> right, but see the thing is that um. You know the whole the whole need to input the numbers is not in place until after they printed the numbers on the door. You know, so I feel like the numbers on the door have to come first, because like the whole purpose of entering the numbers doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. It only doesn't exist yet once they get to explaining how they exist. <laughs> but um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, well, maybe, well, maybe that's the answer. Maybe, maybe the answer is just as simple as—I mean, there's no answer, but maybe an answer is that uh, um, that they needed some. They, they basically needed, you know, once the incident happened and they, they had the 108-minute recurring, you know, uh, countdown. Um, they needed something to put into the computer to say, hey, you know, do whatever it is that this button entering yeah, is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Release uh, the energy or something. Yeah. Right? Um, I guess they didn't have the programming skills to just make a program that I know. would input we, that, <laughs> that code every hundred I got to say, just, you know, for old school, we totally talked about that in one of the early, early Lufthood ads. Like, like the idea that, you know, I mean, it's a computer, like, it would be so easy to write a program. <laughs> I say this, not like I could do it, but one who knows how to program could do it, uh, to write a program that just, uh, you know, executed whatever the numbers are doing every 108 minutes or whatever, you know. Yeah. You could do it even less. You know, you could build in fail-safes or something. All sorts of stuff would be really easy to do. I mean, there's no need to have a person there. A person who, you know, is inherently going to have a hard time keeping up with that since they need to sleep and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, yeah. that's sort of why Desmond is crazy down there, you know? And that's what makes me think that it really is just an experiment. <laughs> You know, like Rosinski took refuge in, uh, in in a station that was used for for a psychological experiment, and you know he knew it, but he didn't like quite tell Kelvin, you know, or kind of told Kelvin, and but Kelvin didn't didn't really tell Desmond, you know, sort of a thing. Because it just seems like that kernel of an idea should be true, you know, um, because the. Because you know, uh, otherwise the um, you know the enormity of what this machine does needs a better system. You know, it would warrant a better system. If if it's if it literally needs, you know, the world is going to end, then they need a better system than we need a person in here pressing this button. Right. You know, and so that that tells me that, you know, it makes me think, okay, it wasn't that important. It was more of a experiment, and people just, you know, as as a sort of the theme on the show, they just extrapolate falsely, and they go, oh, well, this must be real because it looks real, you know. Yeah, 
I mean, I think it is real. Uh, to me, it's, it's uh, you know, I mean, they want to play that game. Of, is it an experiment? I mean, that's one of the questions. Well, for this and, and that's the thing. Of course, it is real to the extent that it, it, it crashed the plane. And, you know, yeah. so, I mean, and it will implode if you don't yeah. press it. Yeah. Now, will the world end? I don't know. Obviously, they don't tell you that. But it's, I mean, I, it's more than a psychological experiment, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it's not clear to me from the show that it was ever any kind of psychological experiment. I mean, I, I, it would have been cool for them to tell us that uh, mm-hmm. if that were true. But it seems to me like Radzinski uh, was not, you know, really wanted to like study that whatever stuff down there, you know. And that was that was yeah. the purpose of the yeah. of the station. Um, and the pearl is just there to monitor the people there, you know. Mm-hmm. As a you know uh, yeah as a as a system I guess uh, I think I think the reveal turned out to be that uh, the pearl was the psychological experiment. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the experiment? Uh, to see what people who are told they're watching a psychological experiment will write down in the notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why those notebooks didn't get picked up because that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Those researchers read the first notebook and was like, "This is stupid. I'm not reading any more of these. Don't don't pick those up. Don't, don't pick up those canisters anymore. This is bullshit." Yeah, I I like I kind of feel like when they came up with the concept of the button and what it would do, I just feel like they didn't fully think through the practicalities, and I think mm-hmm. that's just why it doesn't quite add up. But I but I do think. You know, I do think it's intended to be real in the end, but but the problem is they want to write it in such a way that it's plausible as an experiment. I just want to point out your your pun of the numbers not adding up. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Totally not intended, but I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my point was uh, that that maybe it's just as simple as um, they. The 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 computer needs something to be input a hundred every hundred eight minutes. It could be any sequence of numbers. Yeah, that, that's kind of my thinking. And so they just took the numbers that were on the hatch, which is the the designation of the hatch or the serial numbers or something. Yeah. For the station, uh, and uh, they use those. <laughs> now my cl- my next question is why on an island with like what six seven station like why do they need a Six digit or six place serial number system. Like I, I don't understand that at all. But you know, like why uh, isn't it just like number five or something? <laughs> you know, like why, why is there so many numbers there? Well, the stations are are numbered are numbered. Um, well, you know, I like know. In orientation videos. But I know, but why the serial number? Be- have you seen a serial number that's less than like five digits ever in your life? I mean, that's just how serial numbers work. Okay. That's, that's why they call them serial numbers. <laughs> you know, a series right. of numbers, right? You need you need a couple more series. So. All right. All right. Fair enough. I'm using linguistics to buy advantage. Um. Uh, I just barely. I usually think of a serial number as a way to identify, you know, one in a line of a large number of products of mm-hmm. the same type. 
You know, and you just mm-hmm. don't have that here. So it just seems it just seems totally unnecessary. Okay, so if not one digit, how about no? Like, what? Why the necessity for a serial number at all? Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, why we saw the scene when the guy is like, "Hey, here's the number." Like, yeah. why is I don't know why. There's just no good reason. I think all you can really say is it's some identification number. I mean, there's no other reason to put a number on the door. Yeah. When, yeah. when most people put a number on the door, it's called their address. Right, right. You know, it's like that's their identification. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. It just se- it seems like something that seemed cool, like show the numbers on the on the door, but. I, I just think I, I think they never came up with a plausible reason why it would be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I guess that just goes back to not coming up with a good answer for the numbers. Yeah. You know, so there's that whole there's that Valenzetti equation stuff. If you're into you know the, the online the last experience stuff, you know that's that's the closest thing to an answer you you get about the numbers, and I, it still doesn't make sense to me. Uh, that they're that they're printing it on the door and you know using it for the code and broadcasting it from the radio tower and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't get it. I mean, it, you know, it's sort of like whatever they say just doesn't quite. I don't know. It's almost like they put the pieces in place before, you know, before they had a chance to come up with the explanation. And so by the time they were going to explain it, it was too late. Yeah. And yeah. then, but then, like, then they have to come back to it, you know, and they show it again in season six. Like, I, I wish they hadn't done that. Like, just give the numbers a rest. Just show the names on the wall and leave the numbers out. I guess they yeah, can help themselves, just, but, like... You can't uh, pass up that moment to see the numbers imprinted on the hatch, but I just think it should have it should have been better presented. Like, it should have been more obscure why they had those numbers, you know, or, or someone rushes over like, you got the code yet? You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, finally the machine just worked it out. Here it is. You know, here's the, the, yeah. the numbers. I just mean, something to give us a sense that there was some reason why this series of numbers was produced and, and, and integral to, to that hatch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think having it tossed off, just having, like, random work guy, like, construction mm-hmm. guy, like, hey, what's that number? And then, like, the foreman's like, oh, it's uh, 4, 8, 15. Like, that makes yeah. it seem very trivial. Like, that makes it seem like it, how much can it matter if that's the level that it's on? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's just some weird thing that they have to do, you know. Like painting the address on the curb of a house, you know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a big significant thing. Yeah, oh the numbers. Well, <laughs> I know, but I, this is a time where I feel like they're you know they're building the lore of the numbers, they're adding to it, and <laughs> another pun. And it's <laughs> and it's it's feeling you know at this stage it's feeling like a mystery that's going somewhere and it's just it's weird well, to reflect on where that yeah. dies. Mhm. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, overall, I like this episode. It's a it's a pretty explosive start to season two. Um, we don't know what the station is or what's, what's really, we didn't really get a great look at it. I mean, except for the, the, uh, washer and dryer commercial part. <laughs> That's true. 
And we got um, the one shot of the main room. And we, yeah, we see that room, uh, which we didn't see before, I don't think. No. We saw the um, computer, but we didn't see the whole room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty awesome beginning to season two. It's exciting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have to say, like, I don't know, maybe the commentaries, you know, make it a little different, but really, like, the flashback didn't seem that bad to me. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's the later Sarah stuff that I don't like. I mean, I remember hating oh, yeah, that no, subplot. I think it's, yeah, I think it's later where she gets uh, annoying and it's – cause, it's well, he hasn't proposed to her yet, right? Like, yeah, you know, that's true. It, he hasn't gone down that road that was really excruciating. So yeah, yeah, her first scene's fine. Her first episode's fine. That's true. Although I, because of the storytelling, like, we know that he marries her already. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. It's a it's a weird way to it's a weird way to tell yeah. You won't story. you don't guess that at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. And, yeah, so I, I was just surprised, like, I don't know how not bad the, the flashback seemed. It, it was actually pretty good. And, of course, On Island stuff was good. I, you know, it brings me back to, you know, a lot of the things I, I really like about Lost, which are the uh, which are the creepy moments. I really like the uh, Kate being lowered into the, you know, into the hatch and, uh, you know. Never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> creepy light comes on. It's like that that scene was just really well done. Jack going down there, the music blaring, like all that stuff was just really cool. And of course the Walt thing and the Vincent stuff, like that was creepy too. Like the whole episode has this like dark atmosphere. The the island stuff specifically. Yeah. Like I don't think we see the day uh on on the island in this episode and I, I just sort of like no, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it all um, took place right after the 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 night of the I guess the night of the the others are supposed to be coming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. God, yeah, yeah. And I hate to just totally brush off that, but obviously that's not going to happen. So, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Hey, hey, somebody from the others is on their way right as we speak. <laughs> Waiting to get trapped in a, caught in a net. You know? <laughs> all right. Okay. Well. I guess that's true. There's a weather balloon approaching. Uh, <laughs> or a hot air balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man a man with a with a lovely note to his wife. <laughs> sits in that's that right. balloon. That's right. Yeah, and we got a lot we got a lot to go through this season. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty long journey, and I think one of the things that's weird about this season is, you know, how long we spend only getting, you know, up to that moment of, you know, Jack saying you to to Desmond at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I I think it's I think it's like episode three before we actually move past that point. Yeah, they keep coming. Don't they keep replaying this opening? Yeah. They keep like coming back to that state that, yeah. that setup. We, I think we end up seeing it from Locke's point of view uh, again, mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe we even see it from Kate's point of view. I, 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 I think it, I think they show it from the the point of view of those shoes at a certain point, <laughs> <laughs> where it's just a low angle and you see like Kate and Jack and and, and Locke walk by. <laughs> And those shoes are like, somebody move me out of all this water. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a bad place for shoes. 
So yeah, at a certain point, I feel like the, the storytelling is a little bit slower than it needs to be. But but at this point, I think they're they're doing it just right. I I, I like the the pace of the episode. Um, you know, starting us with this shock of what's down there, and then backing up to, are we gonna go down there? I don't think we should go down there. Well, I'm going down there anyway, and you know, mm-hmm. like I you know, and then finally, you know, we don't see what happens with them. But Jack's like, oh god damn it, I'm gonna follow him down there. You know, at last we get a look. You know, from the point of view of of our main characters, and uh, yeah, and it's good. It's good how they tie Desmond into uh, or whoever this guy is. He looks like a Desmond to me. Um, <laughs> the way they tie him into Jack's backstory, and and there's this sort of you know unanswered question of will you know which we'll never get, but you know those kind of questions of um, uh, you know it, will Jack tell. Desmond that you know he did end up saving her. Oh yeah, you know, that 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 kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I saved think... her. I married her. <laughs> but no, I didn't save her. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a classic comedy joke. Yeah, it is weird. Um, yeah, that's true. Those are those are the little questions, I guess. Um, yeah, this this you know they're 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 not like real questions but they just they're kind of bagged by the the nature of the storytelling right right yeah yeah but it's definitely i think um uh i think apart from the pilot it's uh it's probably my favorite uh first episode first season Mm -hmm. it's it's the it's just uh Really well done. It's not about the stuff that I find the most interesting on the show, but it, it's it's just it's just written really well. I I really it's, like how yeah, they did it's it. well it's well structured. Yeah, yeah. I just I think they were on fire at this point in the show, and uh, and and you know it's like it's almost like they could have written about any number of things, and it just it just comes out good. Mm-hmm. You know. Stuff you know, it would have been interesting. They could have. I mean, this would have been a weird. This isn't their style because they, you know, we're coming off a cliffhanger. But um, it would have been interesting to start this season with the other forty-eight days. Right. You know. Yeah, it would have. I just totally like start with a new set of people and be like, "What the crap?" <laughs> that definitely would have been shocking. Mm-hmm. They, um, yeah. I can see why they wouldn't want to do that, but uh, uh, but yeah, that 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 could have been pretty interesting. I think I think they 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 structured it so that uh, by the time we see it, the other forty eight days, they told us a few things that inform what they do in that episode. I think they yeah, want to change exactly. it just a little bit if uh, uh, you know the the thing where they find the arrow and stuff. Like it's a little strange uh, seeing that before we see what's in the swan. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but um, uh, but I, that that probably would have been even more shocking than than Desmond, I would say. Yeah, that would have been craziness. Yeah. Well, alrighty. Um, any other uh, comments about uh, man of science, man of faith? Um, let me think. I God, I love that bit at the end. Is this is this the destiny you're talking about? By any chance? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. All roads lead here. I heard somebody say that. Was that you, John? 
there's just I don't know. It's hard to beat that season two spite between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, you know. I mean, Locke has a gun to his head, and mm-hmm. Jack is just totally like, "This is what you wanted, right? This is it, huh?" That's just I don't know. That's that's a great moment, I think. And Locke doesn't learn. They never, no. but neither one of them ever learns. But, no, they don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's great. But yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's weird. I yeah, Locke uh, Locke had many chances to learn his lesson, but he kept wanting to believe. Unfortunately, <laughs> that yeah. was his downfall. <laughs> That really sucks, but that's what Well, he is. kept seeing inexplicable things, and it, it just well, yeah. fueled his faith, and it just, like, it's true. you know. It's true. Yeah, I guess I can't blame him for uh, not knowing how to explain what was going on, but... Yeah. Still, I, uh... Oh, man. <laughs> when it's at the point that you're following instructions from some random guy that lives in a cabin, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you you really you've really gone off the deep end I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Locke Locke could have been one of those people who are like you know susceptible to cults, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like even that little thing of him like hanging out on that like pot farm commune thing was mm-hmm. a little bit of a culty type thing. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. I, he's he's totally and he's not the leader. He's going to be one of the, you know, mm-hmm. one of the, the foot blind soldiers. followers. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's what he likes. I feel like he's most comfortable when someone's telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to know that it has a purpose. He wants to know that it means something, but as long as he has that, just tell him what to do. He doesn't care what it is. He'll he'll do it. Although, don't tell him what he can do. <laughs> You can you can tell him what he can do if he wants to do it, but don't tell him what he can't do if he wants to do something else. <laughs> I think that's John Locke right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do feel like he like I like I was saying earlier. Um, uh, you know, because I inherently wanted to follow him down the hatch and not um, stay safe up upstairs with Jack. I think he won me back a little bit from being kind of frustrated with him, even though his answer to Hurley about, you know, lighting, even though Hurley was saying mm-hmm. don't light it, uh, uh, isn't really satisfying. But, but, uh, but I do think just sort of his, you know, <laughs> go-getter attitude really uh, uh, works for me. And I, I, I yeah. more or less still, still like Locke at this point. Yeah, totally. I mean, but that's what's weird is he, play, you know, they cut to a shot when he's belaying Kate down there, um, and he's got this look on his face like he just can't wait to, for her to, yeah. be, you know, to, to see what's down there at the risk of her safety. Yes. You know, so it's, he, you know, they're walking that line, and it's interesting. It's true. It's true. And I think he, he continues to walk that line, you know, up, up to the point of his own death, I guess, like, He's he's that's always going to Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the problem with destiny is, is is every, you know, all roads lead to wherever your destiny is and then you so you can't complain. Yeah. You know, if, if that's your destiny then that's your destiny even if it means okay, now I'm going to get somebody killed or I'm going to die now. Well, that's what my destiny was, right? Like right. you know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's fatalistic. And yeah, it's not it's not really going to lead you to do the most rational thing. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and I guess, like, you know, I want him to be led by this, like, inner knowing. Like, somehow he feels that he's on the right path and it's going to work out. You know, so, so that it's not so bad that he's just, you know, seemingly, like, wantonly putting people at risk just for his own curiosity. You know, but, mm-hmm. like, it's frustrating to know that, nah, he doesn't really – he doesn't actually know anything. He's just he's just kind of hoping for stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no and, and that's what's weird. Like, you know, he could have taken taken finding a locked hatch as a sign that he shouldn't open it. Right. But he took it as a sign he should open. He just blasted <laughs> open. <laughs> Walt even tells him, "Don't open it." He could have taken that as because he knows Walt's special. Yeah, he could have taken that as a sign, a, a verbal sign of like, don't do it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, what did this kid see? He saw something that's telling me not to do this. Like, maybe I should mm-hmm. listen to it. Like, but I think you know, like you said, I mean, he has these drives. Like, there's things he wants to do that, like, even when destiny seems to be telling him not to, he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's destiny to tell me what my destiny is? <laughs> That's his problem. Like he wants he 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 does like he he wants to be a follower, but he wants to be an important follower. He wants something important attached to himself. So I think yeah. that's that's what makes him selfish, you know, in these regards. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I feel like if you could pinpoint, like that's really his big character flaw. Mm-hmm. Even more so than, you know, the other things about him, like being gullible or what have you. Well, it's all tied together because he wants validation from those periods of his life where he was gullible and taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, so he wants to be, okay, well, my father pretended to love me and then took my kidney, but that led me to do X, Y, Z. So therefore, it was my destiny and therefore it was fine. Right. You know, that's the kind of story I think he wants to tell himself. Yeah. Uh, You know, or I should say my father pushed me out of a window, but, you know, that led me to my walkabout and I had a life-changing experience. And, you know, that's what he wants to be able to say. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's always reaching for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, all right. Well, we'll be back uh, next time with the next episode. Um, oh, yeah. Of season two. Season two. It's, it. it's We're in it now. We're in it. We can't escape. Those who say we'd never do it, <laughs> now you know you're wrong. Exactly. All right. Until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>